Fat Force Radio. Fat Force Radio is rated M for mature. Or should that be immature? Hey guys, Dustin Wint. Hey, this is Scott Snyder. This is Paul Dini. And you're listening to Bat Force Radio. And you're listening to Bat Force Radio. You're listening to Bat Force Radio. This is Tom King. I write Batman Bitch. And this is Bat Force Radio. Okay, welcome back to Bat Force Radio, the Batman and DC podcast with no limits. We've got a cool one tonight, so we're going to get the roundtable done. We've got the Bat Force Times in New York, uh, Bat Force Tom in California. What's going on? And I am Robin Cross in Canada. Okay, so if you've been a collector of anything, whether it's Batman, horror stuff, anything pop culture for any length of time then you have undoubtedly come across the brand Mondo, whether it's from their exclusive prints, vinyls, statues, figures. We all know the brand. Uh, A few companies have the status of the prestige status that things like their prints have. When they put a new print out online, it sells out literally in seconds. Uh, So they were known for that for a long time. In recent years, they've broken into the high-quality statue market with the uh, Batman Red Rain statue based on the art of Francesco Francavilla, as well as the Waiting for J-Man Harley Quinn statue based on the art of Matt Taylor. And this past year, they broke into the high-end 1-6 scale action figure game with the Batman figure based on Batman in the Animated Series. And next up is the Mr. Freeze, also based on Batman the Animated Series. And here to take us through everything Mondo tonight is the man at the helm, Mr. Brock Otterbach. Wow, that's a a heck of an intro, boys. uh, (laughs) That's how we uh, do it. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, I love it, love it, love it. Just to be clear, just to be clear, I am at the helm of the toys and collectibles. Uh, uh, Yeah, so uh, we have different creative directors for different aspects of the business. I'm just one of a couple of... Brainy people, or want to be brainy people, that gets this stuff done. So, um, thank you're you the guy that we off. want to talk to, basically. The, we're the toy <laughs> guys. You're the toy guy. So there you go. There you go. Love it. How's life with Mondo and uh, everything in general lately? It's great, man. We're, uh, you know, it's, 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 uh, you know, I'm not, I'm not sure what people's perception on the outside are. Uh, we're an Austin, uh, Texas-based company, but uh, we have a lot of people on the outside. I myself am in Los Angeles. Um, we have an office out here. We've got several uh, people working uh, working with me out here. Um, we've just I, I actually just recently built up our team a little bit. So we're going to hopefully be able to get product out more often. I know it's one of the big things is that we have very sluggish releases on the toy side. And we're, we're, we're aiming to change that this year. I think people will hopefully be uh, uh, excited by that. And yeah, so, 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 and also we have people in like UK, we got Midwest, we got San Diego, we got uh arizona we're just all over the place right now so so while we started in austin i kind of think of ourselves as an international company at this point you guys also work with uh phantom city creative that's over here by me in in canada yeah yeah up there you got uh you got jason edmondson you got phantom city creative you got gary pullen you got sarah deck you got uh uh matt ryan tobin uh you got so many awesome people up there um in that little area actually um i love i love them all we're all we're all pretty Pretty good buddies. You Canadians know how to do some art. I just want to say that. So, <laughs> so uh, for our listeners, can you take us uh, real quickly through the, the history of Mondo and how this all came to be? All right. So um, probably 10, 15 years ago. So there's a, uh, there's a, there's a theater chain uh, uh, out in – or started in Austin called the Alamo Draft House. And um, what it's known for is – um, you're watching your movie and get, you know, access to a full menu, full drinks while you're watching the movie. They're very, very, very strict on talking and texting, meaning none of that happens. Um, they do new movies, they do old movies, they have a lot of just a really, really cool vibe to it. So Mondo started as a kind of almost a kiosk in a closet kind of t-shirt on demand. This way, if you're, if you're looking at our, uh, our, our URL or our legal name or Mondo Tees as in t-shirts, 
because we started as a print-on-demand t-shirt company. Um, and then it, we brought a couple of guys on board that were like, hey, let's do um, for movies what we've done previously for bands, which is do gig posters. So they started doing these kind of, uh, you know, kind of super, super low run kind of gig posters announcing certain screenings for like, you know, anything from like Goonies, Monster Squad, whatever. And the, the posters got more and more elaborate. Then about, I want to say about 10 or so years ago, maybe, maybe a little bit less, uh, but not by much. Um, we finally kind of said, Hey, we should actually take this legitimately, uh, or make this legitimate and actually get real licenses instead of just doing this, like a kind of low run kind of underground kind of thing. And, uh, what people really know us for, at least where they first kind of, we've kind of popped online was when we first started doing star Wars posters back in 2009, 10, I think. Um, there's, uh, you know, um, Taylor Stout posters and Ollie Moss posters that people really, really know us for. Um, and that's kind of, that kind of jumped off from there. And then after that, it was, we started doing vinyl records. I think the first vinyl record, uh, most Spencer, forgive me. I think it was Maniac, a soundtrack to Maniac. I could be wrong. Um, but then we, that, that kind of blew up and then it was like, Oh, let's do pins. And then, um, and then in 2013, I was asked to come on board to, to kind of help start this, uh, this toy thing. And we started kind of small and, you know, uh, we, we, we started with a very, very easy project, uh, air quotes intended, is uh, the Iron Giant. We did Iron Giant 16-inch figure, which was not easy at all. Um, but that was like one of the first products like we kind of like. It's you know, gorgeous, by the way. Yeah, yeah, thank you. Thank you. That was a three-year uh, <laughs> process for me. But anyway, so then we started doing that, and like, you know, now we're in apparel. We're doing, we're doing board games now. Um, and um, we're just kind of going crazy here, trying to do all the stuff that, uh, that we think is cool. Um, so that's that's the, the brief history of Mondo. Mondo definitely has their ears to the ground. You well, you, you get all the licenses, but you know what? Like you, every product is almost like a must-have in every department for some reason. They just they you guys have a, a really keen eye for what people want. I've noticed as well. I just want to touch on the prints real quick, which is just nuts. I had to have that gray ghost print from the Batman the Animated Series, and yeah, I don't think I've ever dealt with like this with any company ever would hype but i it sold out within seconds i was waiting i had to hop right over to ebay right after that and then there was the second hand pre-orders listed everywhere for you know it was doubled right and then you could yeah. literally see on your screen them disappearing because people were buying those out almost as fast as the initial release so i was lucky to get one but once I got one, I was like, "Holy cow! This is this is the company, man. That that puts out quality, knows what they're doing, and uh, it's just it feels like almost like fans for fans because uh, it, it just goes that yeah. quick. The, 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 that feeling of hype definitely builds it up because it is something like you know you guys do very limited runs. For me, the most uh, the best has been when I got boots on the ground in different cities where you guys are in conventions, whether it's Gramps who actually goes to Austin, you know, to the MondoCon. I've had somebody that was at Emerald City that I had to like. I feel like I'm in a network of people like in different cities who I have to try to get this stuff from. <laughs> yeah. And so I, I've been lucky enough to where like I've gotten the stuff I want from about four <clears> or five <throat> different people across the country that just so happen to be where you're at at conventions, which which makes it adds to the coolness of it. You know, it's like you're, uh, you're, yeah, you got your uh, get your PBs out there, poster buddies. Um, <laughs> yeah. yeah, that's the. Uh... That's no, it's awesome and like it's it's fun. Like when we do our, you know, we have a gallery in Austin. We do gallery shows, and you know, people line up a couple of days ahead of time, and it's cool because it's like a, it's like a community. You know, it's 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 just people kind of know each other. They all, for the most part, get along, and and then when right. we do, you know, MondoCon, it's it that that expands even bigger. So there's a lot more people um, that kind of all are part of the same kind of extended family. And, uh, yeah, yeah, no. So, so, so we, and, and we love it. Cause you know, obviously, you know, I hope it's obvious that, you know, we put a lot of love and attention to, to everything we do. And, uh, and we know we're trying, you know, when you say we have our ears or ground, we're trying as best we can, you know what I mean? So, right. um, it's hard out there with, with, the, you know, so many different kinds of stuff and, uh, uh, vying for people's attention and you're trying to like, you know, like, you know, Hey, you're playing that video game. Yeah. Why don't you come buy this poster that has nothing to do with that? Like, don't you want that too? <laughs> like it's, it's just, hard. It, it's, it's difficult, but you know, um, it's, that's kind of the fun of, of, of being in this kind of business right. is just trying to, you know, trying to create that, that cool new thing. How did, uh, how did the, how'd you, how'd you feel about the response when you guys really started going heavy with the toys and the collectibles? Um, I mean, I think the first thing that I remember where I was like, holy shit, these guys are going for it, uh, was seeing the, the announcements for the, uh, Red Rain statue. And then later on hearing that you guys are doing one, six lines of figures, um, seeing the Masters of the Universe stuff, holy shit, um, <laughs> like that kind of stuff. Like, you know, what what's the response been for those? 
No, it's been absolutely fantastic. It's, you know, being on, on, on this side of it, it's been a slow process, um, very slow, because we've been showing Batman for years now. We finally got into people's hands, you know, at the end of last year, beginning of this year. But, but you know, for us, it was like we, we came out with some kind of small items. We did like, you know, we did like a, a, a little Mikey character based on Mike Mitchell's art. Um, it was a little Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtle, Michelangelo, kind of cute little guy. Mm. We did a little plastic figure based on um, the original drawing of, of Michelangelo yeah, from, uh, that was cool. from East Bend Laird. And then we did like a Hitchcock 1-6 you know, scale figure. We did a couple small things, but then it was like, you know, like I said earlier, it was like the Iron Giant was the one where like, hey, we're, you know, at least I felt anyway, like this is this, we're putting a legitimate effort into this. We're not just trying mm-hmm. to do these little tiny things. And I think people, when they got that in their hand, they're like, oh, awesome. These guys, you know, they, they, they didn't know what to do. And, um, at least we have to pretend we are, um, we do. So, mm-hmm. but, uh, but then, uh, but yeah, yeah. Then, then, you know, we, I mean, the idea for Batman came up, Batman and actually He-Man, I want to say it was the same, same summer. Um, it was just really about opportunity and, mm-hmm. and being presented with, um, you know, cause we were, we were basically like with, with the way our, our deal is specifically with, with, with like someone like Warner brothers or Batman is when it, can, it comes to like statues, we have to base it on a poster. Um, because there's so many licensees out there making statues of their own sideshow prime one, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera, mm-hmm. DC collectibles, um, that we, we, th- that was our unique niche for just statues, but not every poster turns into a good statue. So, um, so Batman red rain was the first one I saw. I'm like, well, to actually, I'll, I'll be honest with you, it was Harley Quinn was the first one I saw that I thought would make a statue, but we did Batman first, um, just because I thought it was a unique take on Batman. Um, and um, and then when we started talking about Harley Quinn, like I started mentioning out in kind of public spaces and, and conventions or whatever, yeah, I'm doing a Harley Quinn, and people would bring up an image of Harley Quinn. They're like, oh, going to do this one, right? And it was actually a Phantom City uh, creative, um, the Harley Quinn grenade, is that how you say it? Harley Quinn grenade? It was a poster we did of her like riding a bomb. Um, yeah. And I was like, yeah, that, you know, that would make an awesome poster. And I love that art, but I got something different. So <laughs> I want to do something way different. So, you know, her laying on a rug listening to records is like, that kind of feels more Mondo uh, yeah. to me. Um, and uh, so that's, you know, so that, anyway, um, so that, that was. That concept was amazing because uh, I forgot who was talking about it. It might have been you about how the way they designed her, where they wanted the clothes to fit her in a more more realistic way. And yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. it was so artful. And I, I've been trying <clears> to <throat> step away from Harley Quinn for years because I feel like um, the direction they've been going with her for a while has been far from what I loved as a kid growing up. But what you guys did with that statue, I'm like, holy shit, that is a must fucking have. It was just right. so artful. And it, it feels so fluid the way she's laying back and how the scope of the clothing fits on her. It was just, it's, it's like a work of fine art, that statue, man. So congrats yeah, to you guys um, for that one as well. Yeah. Well, thank you. But uh, yeah, that was one thing that like Matt Taylor and I talked about, Matt Taylor being an artist who did the poster. was like, I, uh, the way, and he and I were on the same page from the beginning. I was like, look, I want to approach this as a, as a piece that, you know, is as close as possible, still maintaining the look of the poster, looking like a costume that would actually fit on a real person, not, you know, um, there's there's a marketplace for the you know sexy TNA statues where it looks like they spray painted on a you know a, a porn girl's body and all that kind of yeah. thing. There's a marketplace for that. That's not us. I don't want to do that because you know, like I, having worked at Sideshow for years and no disrespect to them, I, I love what they do, but that's just not me. So, mm-hmm. <laughs> so we wanted to do something that was a little more unique. So, like again, you, you know, I've talked about this before, and you know, in, I think our behind the scenes, I even talked about it a little bit, and uh, when the statue figures came out. But yeah, just doing it where it felt like a real person, like her, 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 her chest. It looked didn't look like it was just these two orbs floating in, you know, in the air, but it looked like a real yeah. like, you know, yeah, but it looked like a real like a real woman having support under there. Like it was just that, like that kind of stuff was, was just it's like minor things that people don't think about. I, I think sometimes where you just got to be like, no, 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 let's just, let's just figure out how it is. And, you know, and, 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 and what that game for us, honestly, and this wasn't this wasn't intentional. I just wanted to make a cool looking statue. Um, but I, I think that, you know, we've got, you know, uh, customers from both the male and female side that that were into it because it wasn't, you know, some booty, you know, her with a hammer and a hand bending over or something like that. Like, you know, again, there's a marketplace for that. That's just not us. So anyway, so yeah, so that was, I, I'm very proud of that piece because I just think it's it's just, it's a fun, cute, subtle, like thing that just is, is to me, speaks of us on multiple levels, us being, being Mondo. I think something else that's really cool about it um, <laughs> is it kind of taps into, similar to how you guys started doing the, uh, finals for the soundtracks you know you're 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 tapping into different um communities right like the different different people who have different interests something that i noticed when uh, i started displaying mine and i would you know post pictures over 
I'm a record collector myself, so like I have a, you know a pretty cool, specifically like heavy metal records. Yeah. When I started posing her or posing the records like next to that statue, that specific statue, obviously because she's sitting down listening to records as well, uh, my DMs like lit up, um, and they were like, "Dude, where'd you get that statue, bro? Like, what is that? Where'd you get that?" And and it was mainly people who like collect vinyl who also like post you know pictures of their collections and stuff. So it was it was interesting to see that you know you guys tapped into something. Not just you know the Harley Quinn crowd, not just the statue crowd, but now like vinyl record collectors who like this totally speaks to this piece, um, and it's it's cool because you know you got people that uh, are looking into your products that probably normally wouldn't, you know. So very cool thing as well. Yeah, well, no, I, I I appreciate that. I mean, it makes me think that I'm like, oh, maybe we should just do a, 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 a you know, women of Batman listening to records collection. Uh, <laughs> I'm joking. I'm down. But <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, I, I can't. I will say that we are continuing that line with Matt Taylor line. Cool. It's not a line. It's you know, we'll do one or two more. But like, um, but it'll be something different with a different character. But uh, uh, I might even said publicly. I won't say it now. But it, it, it'll be cool. It's something we're working on right now. It's pretty cool. It'll be, cool. It'll be, it'll be, it'll be, it'll be it kind of in the same vein. It won't be animated series based but it'll still be um you know matt taylor so you know it's going to be quality so in terms of pure design so what about uh, oh. how's it been since coming out with the uh the uh, batman animated series figure i know you guys have been working on it for a long time uh you've been displaying it at the booth at conventions for a long time i remember talking to you i think in san diego a couple of years ago and you were asking me like what do you think about the shadowing on the figure like people are saying maybe we should do it without the shadow i was like no dude leave those highlights oh, and shadows in there like that's what makes it look just like the, the, the show, you know? Yeah, the accent and is really nice. that detail is perfect. You guys need to do that because no one else really does that. That mm. that specific detail uh, for... Yeah, for yeah, you know, it's it's funny because, like, um, they're, they're definitely... That's not the first time it's been done for a product. I mean, maybe for Batman, but not for... I've seen it otherwise. You know, NECA does that with a lot of their video game characters. And, right. you know, so it's just something that I've always liked. And, you know, it's, it's, it's just... It's the idea of of just you know painting shadow heck we even we even kind of did a little bit on the iron giant figure a little bit it's real subtle um and uh but it's there but this one i wanted to push it even more without being too you know over the top if you notice it's not a whole lot of it just like on the hands head you know right. on the cape a little bit on the chest or the abdomen but like we're keeping it subtle and that's actually you know one of the things when we did uh <laughs> mr freeze was like you know he doesn't have a whole lot of it on his body because you know he's got the main torso is black so you don't put too much on it maybe just a gray stripe like we did but the one that's that's going to be challenging and we're working on right now is the next one which is catwoman um because in the in the series like a lot of times she is she's gray but she also has like, like her entire half of her body might be a little darker gray because she's in half in shadow or whatever so right now it's just about finding the balance of like still keeping that aesthetic but not making it so over the top that it just looks like your character's been soaking in mud or something like that. So I'm, I'm proud of what we did, but it's also it's created a problem, uh, not a bad one, <laughs> but like, like a fun problem. Like, well, you know, and she's gonna be she, her, and when we get to Batgirl, are the most difficult ones. Harley, thankfully, doesn't have a whole lot of shading on her, except for maybe a little bit on her face. Generally, uh, when you see her in the show, she might have a little bit here and there, but um, <laughs> it's a fun problem to have. It's a fun challenge. It's just kind of thinking of like. You know, thinking of of light in almost 3D, not mm-hmm. quite 3D, but it's kind of just thinking of how it would fall on an animated thing. But uh, but yeah, I think it gives our line a, a pretty unique look. And and the other thing I'm I'm stoked on is that we you know we you know for for the design of Batman, it's not that conducive to articulation. The the design from the animated show, um, but we figured out a way to do that. So I think that that's kind of something else I'm I'm, I'm pretty proud of. You know, you can't get them in every single pose imaginable, but for what the design is you can you can get him in some pretty cool poses i think so um so that's another challenge is figuring out how to work with that aesthetic um and, and still make it look sleek and, and and cool without you know breaking too many lines with the articulation uh, you mentioned uh earlier all the other brands that are out there doing this like the prime ones and everything what was it that you guys saw in the market that made you think yeah there there's a place here for us to do something different we you know, Oh uh, no! This, this yeah, that's a great question. Yeah, no, no, that's a great question because um, I want to say it was several years ago we had the opportunity to do something with Batman and honestly also He-Man, completely unrelated licenses. But but it was it was a thing where where I was looking at it and was like, no one has done one six scale of this version of of Batman and no one has done one six scale of He-Man. Period let's do it like that was it it was like okay what's the what's the aesthetic what are we going to do with it you know and i had people tell me like oh we can't do that articulation it's not going to work blah, 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 blah. um but you know i you know stuck to my guns and, and and you know now you have in your hands but that was really it, it was just looking around like, done this before. like why not like 
you know, maybe maybe they saw the same challenges other people saw, which is it's a hard it's a hard design to, to translate with articulation. To be honest with you, all of those designs are that's it, just the absence in the marketplace. That's what you're looking for. And, and something that and also as a fan, something that I would want. Mm-hmm. Um, so because I, I tend to I tend to besides the Japanese figures that I collect, uh, you know, I tend to like the, the larger figures, um, like three eight thousand toys and that kind of stuff. So was there a specific like vision you had as far as price point or, you know, like um, anything like that? Because the, the figures that you guys are putting out are extremely affordable. In comparison to other one six scale figures yeah well i think i think the reason why you'll, you'll see something like hot toys be so expensive is that because of all the fabric that they're putting into there's a lot of detail going into those things and i, I looked at ours as being like look we're not we're, that's not what we're trying to do i don't want to do fabric on these things um i had a few people kind of saying why don't you do fabric why don't you do fabric fabric cape fabric this and i'm like it will it will change the aesthetic of the figure it will not look like an animated uh cell like we want it to look like right. um fabric unfortunately uh, and Hot Toys has really, really nailed it. But even if they were to do a figure like ours, um, like like an animated series, it would be it'd be interesting to see how they would even try to attempt that. Because when you scale fabric down, it tends to wrinkle in ways that you know maybe the show didn't have it wrinkle. And it tends to tends in the in the um, the thread the thread count on the fabric tends to show more. So it's, it's really difficult to do. So I was just like, look, let's just make like really, really high end action figures, like mm. straight up action figures. And have a cool paint job, so it's unique, and it, it really feels like something that that we haven't seen before, at least in this in this uh, in this iteration of the character. Um, and that's really what it was. It's just like let's 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 figure out how to do this, and not we're not trying to compete with Sideshow. We're not trying to compete with Hot Toys. We're friends with those companies. You know, we sell mm-hmm. through those companies. You know, right. they distribute it in different territories for us. So it's like just just carve our own niche, and 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 we can do that. Now, will we do figures that are more high end and six scale? Uh, uh, that's more closer to that sort of thing. Absolutely, we're doing that. We. You know, if you saw if you saw at uh, Comic Con last year, we had Kratos from the New God of War, yeah. um, which was an initial prototype. Um, we essentially like you know like really rehash the thing you know, to make him like you know just <clears throat> without getting too too in the weeds on it. But we we we, we change him a bit so he's going to be you know a little bit more beefier and everything. But that's going to be a high end one six scale figure. Um, but that's where we can play with that at. We can you know not not many people are doing video game stuff anymore. So that, again, there's another niche we carved. So it's yeah. like, oh, cool. Like no one's doing that. And a couple other video game characters we're working on. Um, so, so it's just about finding niches, man. Just find, carving out your own thing. So I'm glad you guys did the Ninja Turtles. I love it. I think that the guy said it was a little co- a combination between the original Eastman Lair Turtles and with a hint of the cartoon turtles, like almost like, yeah, um, no, 100%. Yeah. You know, we, the, 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 the body and the proportions and, are all Eastman Laird. That's 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 what I grew up on. I, yeah. I I grew up on the cartoon as well, but I love my favorite iteration turtles will always be the originals. Yeah. And that's what yeah. I wanted to do. But the challenge of reading those comments, especially back in the day, being black and white, you couldn't tell a character apart from, from each other unless they're holding a weapon. So mm. that's why in the cartoon they'd give them the different color bandanas and the toys as well. Um so our our thing was, well, screw it. These are Mondo's turtles, so we, we nice. <laughs> you know, proportionally based them on Eastman Laird, but we're going to give them your option to do all red bandanas or color. But let's change, let's do the skin color different, so it doesn't just feel like, yeah. oh, I'm getting, I'm getting the same figure, but just a different weapon, a different mask. It's like, no, we're going to give them different skin colors, which is based on the, the original Playmates. Uh, yes, the Playmates. Yeah. So, that was so yeah, cool. So. I love that nod, and the, the yeah. accessories were so good too, like the. What was it, the, the gravatic equalizer or whatever for Donatello? Oh, yeah, for <laughs> like, Donatello this yeah. is like real in the no shit, man. I was like, this is yeah, so yeah, cool. yeah, yeah. Yeah. I'm a, I, dude, I'm a, I'm a, I'm a, I'm a freaking nerd. So yeah, that's, that's what it's about. So <laughs> yeah, those... yeah, so turtles and, and that's, and touching on that, actually, that's something that we're, uh, you know, we showed at Comic-Con last year. We're doing, you know, the human characters like, you know, Casey Jones, Shredder, yes, Foot Soldier, et cetera. Right, yeah. um, so those are still, we're, we're still doing those. And those will be kind of, those will be, you know, with fabric clothing. But again, they're going to be, they're not going to be hot toys price is they're going to be lower just because of the way we're doing them mm. um but those will be fun and then eventually down the line you know how, i don't know how many years uh but but you know maybe not too long but we'll probably circle back to the turtles and kind of do our own like brand new versions of them different i don't want to say too much about that but you know we'll probably do something down the line that'll be still classic but not so um so no, we'll see we'll see how that goes but the uh but anyway yeah so turtles that's another thing but yeah you know right now you know we're we're 
in the midst of so many different things. We're just really trying to do it with such a small team. Um, so I hope, you know, people when they, when they get their, their Batman or freeze or whomever that they are, are stoked and understand at least, you know, if they, if they know the company and maybe if they, you know, maybe not the, the average customer, but you know, guys like you and, and, and such will know that like, okay, it's taking a long time, but we you know, cause it's like, it's like Brock and like three other dudes where you see Brock and you see Brock and one other dude. And, and before that was Brock only. And right. so, <laughs> I mean, obviously it's cultures on the outside, but in terms of like actual in-house like production team um we've only just grown so <laughs> it's you know we're just trying to trying to do it just to just to get more product out to people so brock yeah. hey this is gramps good to hear from you again it's hey been Grant, a while. how you doing hey good man um hey i had a question because i know last year uh MondoCon, you know kind of had some logistic issue and there they were good logistic issue because you basically outgrew the uh venue that you were having MondoCon at so is MondoCon 19 is that is that a go for sure? No, hundred percent. We we booked it. But what happened was we were at this place where 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 uh, I think we first met, right? And yep. um and that was this that was a theater that um that like, Alamo Draft House. Yeah. No, 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 no. It was not Alamo Draft House. Um, it was uh, a theater. It was a local theater, like a small theater. It was like a, like a um like a historical film society kind of thing. And right. um, they had like a theater and two convention halls, and that got bought out. That got turned into a legitimate theater, not an Alamo. Um, but and then we. The year before last, we did it at a, a newspaper plant. Um, so, it was, it was, so it was this hollowed out building. It was huge and massive with no air conditioning. It was right at the end of summer in Austin, so it sucked in terms of temperature wise. Um, but we did it and it was like cool, but then that place sold. Um, so then mm. we're like, and the venue we wanted to do it at was booked all throughout last year. So I say, you know what? Let's let's skip a year. Let's let's take a few steps back. Let's let's get to the place we want. Let's add in the things we want to do. Let's make sure we can we can have a lot of different activities, a lot of different you know, a lot more different panels and and that sort of thing. And uh, and so that's what's happening. Yeah. So I think it's like September fourteenth, fifteenth, something like that. Um, so uh, this year. So yeah, it's uh, awesome. Yeah. So, so yeah. So again, I encourage anyone that wants to come out and hang out with a bunch of people that love art and, and, and see all of our different artists and buy stuff from them or just look at their stuff and see panels and screens and have rad food trucks and all that kind of stuff. Then yeah, yeah. come on out. It's, it's going to be, it's always something a blast. That's, something that's awesome is uh, also about, about MondoCon is some of the things that might've sold out, uh, some of the prints and other things online. I see that the artists have, uh, copies of themselves sometimes, or maybe mm -hmm. like, reprints of things that it might have been uh, sold out so but that's we don't, perfect yeah we don't yeah like, we don't do reprints but yeah uh, we do they, they do get artist proofs so they have their go. own like stock so they can sell them directly and they usually charge a little bit more but generally yeah. it's better than going to ebay that's uh, right <laughs> that's i was about to say it's like it's if you if you can't get it on the original sale if you can make it out to MondoCon, that is perfect for someone that uh might have missed it because you're getting the original piece and uh you're not paying Eagle Bay prices for it. So how many did Legends buy? Did Gramps get for <laughs> oh, oh, oh my wow. gosh. Okay, That's yeah. So the, the animated uh, series. <laughs> yeah, the, the animated series gallery that uh Mondo had was that last year? Yeah. Uh, it was <laughs> so uh it was at the same time it was right around South by Southwest because DC Comics had, you know, kind of their booth and and all the Batmobiles and Jim Lee and Frank Miller and and some other people in so it was really smart to time the uh the gallery around the south by southwest event i i came down to mondo i sent a you know a text out to the guys hey you know i'm here what do you guys want and i'm taking photos and legends is like i want them all <laughs> now, now there were some that were already sold out and they yeah. just come on display because i mean i got there on like day three of the the exhibit and i mean some of them some of the really 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 cool ones were already sold out but they still had most of them in stock i was just charging them on my credit card and i was afraid i was going to get a call from amex saying um you know you're charging like two thousand dollars <laughs> but yeah 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 it's awesome problems. i mean crazy. Yeah, the, it was, it was the, cool the gallery the gallery was cool i was there on the first night actually and uh, i actually bought a bunch of stuff too so because yeah. <laughs> when I, the print sold out but then they had a bunch of older ones in frame i could i could buy them in frame like yeah because um, yeah even as employees we have to buy them uh uh but you know so i was buying them you know so i got a bunch of framed ones and yeah. uh having shipped back back out here to la but uh yeah yeah, yeah. i mean justin uh, uh over there Phantom city credit just killed that line it was oh, freaking awesome it was man so beautiful so beautiful so good it was an awesome event too the uh we, we you know we we saw uh, pictures from people who were there and uh, the display everything was really really cool 
Brock, a uh, question back to the old animated figure, uh, the Batman. Did uh, did the way that it sold? I know the exclusive sold out really quick. Um, knowing that that's like you know the, the this figure this figure realm that you're now stepping into. Did anything about how it sold like inform maybe uh, later parts of the line or anything like that? No, no, no. I mean, I mean, to be honest with you, no. I mean, it sold really, really well. We sold, you know, the exclusive did really well. We did really well with our all of our wholesale accounts and all that kind of stuff. And and uh, it was a big, big hit. So, um, yeah. you know, uh, I, it'll be it, the what's going to determine is the third figure, which is Catwoman, um, how people buy it. Because Mr. Freeze, uh, you know, he, that's a major drop off in sales from, from Batman and Mr. Freeze, which we anticipated because uh, he's, he's not Batman. Um, but you know, we, you know, we have to make sure that, you know, people want this line to keep going. If you want us to get the Harley Quinn and Joker, you know, support it, you got to support it. <laughs> so right. that's, you know, yeah, let um, me just real quick. Hang on. Hey, everybody buy the shit out of that Catwoman piece. <laughs> <laughs> and, right. and, and Mr. Freeze will have extra. So oh, man comes in. So <laughs> but, I think, uh, I think everyone who listens to this show is a big fan of Mr. Freeze. We got a bunch of Mr. Freeze heads on here and that, that piece specific Batman's awesome. Brock Batman is awesome. Me personally, that Mr. Freeze is fucking amazing. Yeah, and once so. it comes in and we can show how it pairs up with Batman and the Freeze, once how they these six scale figures look together, then people yeah. are definitely going to start grabbing them. That's a guarantee. I remember when you first premiered that at the MondoCon, and I'll be honest, that was the one I was most excited about. Yeah, yeah he's just because he's, no okay, one else yeah. had done something like that. Right. You know? Yeah. It was like, yeah. I was yeah, like yeah, telling yeah. the boys, I was like, oh boy. And that's that's the uh, first piece that every single Bat Force member bought, actually. Right. That's that's the <laughs> awesome. first, that's the only product I could think of that it's unanimous that everyone bought. And I would say it is it is the definitive animated series Batman figure at this point. Like I got the new stuff, I got the originals from the nineties and uh, anything else they made in between, but even the light up like quarter scale obscure one that I think talks I got all got all those but this one is this one jumps right out of the cartoon out of that animation cell and yeah. just the aesthetic is so full you could just photograph the shit out of this thing and you, right. you feel like you're you're watching the shows it's not even just that figure that we're all on top of though like mondo in general is the one brand that all of us are all over it like I own the the one six Batman. I own the the Red Rain. I have the Harley, mm. and we're, we're all like that. We're we're all all over this brand. Yeah. Awesome. Awesome. Well, um, let's 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 talk let's talk about some new stuff. Throw it throw away throw out a couple of a couple of fun hints here. Mm. Um, so continuing doing some of the Batman. I mean, I've I've put out there. Uh, this is I know it's out there. Like everything we're doing for this particular, the anime of the line. Um, and if that's not out there, I can just go through real quick. Cause it's no secret. It's Batman, Mr. Freeze, Catwoman, Batgirl, Robin, Harley, Joker, Batman beyond. Oh, oh. Um, oh wait, maybe I didn't announce him before. Okay. So I just didn't right now. And we, uh, and we keep, I mean, that's, I mean, again, that's, that's, he's, that's the end of the line that, that, they, you know, uh, technically, cause people are like, Oh, what about Penguin and Two-Face and da, 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 da. I'm like, uh, you know, maybe, but like, really, like I want, this is, this is what I want, you know, and you know, if, if things do well, we, you know, we can do mm. a couple other characters. It's great. I mean, I would personally, I would really love to do a, a man bat, but he oh. was so freaking huge. He'd be yeah, huge. Yeah. Um, so I'm not saying no to that. The one we think we can pull off. We're not for sure doing this one, but the one we think we can pull off is uh, Clayface. Ooh. Um, is because <laughs> you can do because there's, there's a couple different things we could do, like some uh, roto vinyl body and some other stuff. But you know, that, again, but the ones I just listed, those are those are you know, mm. knock on wood, sales do well. Mm. Those are the ones we're doing. You now someone's like, it, oh, what about you know, uh, you know, Riddler and you know, uh, it's like maybe, but mm. I, I mean, I think uh, you'll st- you start to see how the character design is and how. It's like, well, if they're wearing a suit, it's like Joker, for example. He's going to be a challenge because of how do you hide, quote-unquote, articulation. Probably a little bit harder once you put it in the 1-6 scale, I would imagine, though. Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. Because yeah. yeah, they, they – and we have on our team now a former GC Collectibles guy on there, Aaron. They sculpted those things before they thought about articulation, mm-hmm. uh, which is which is standard in action figures, like smaller action figures. That's not unusual, um, and that's fine. But what we, we kind of go into it we're, while we're sculpting – we think about articulation, how to hide those lines, or you know, as best as possible. I say hide. You know, obviously you can see the articulation lines, but at least try to keep them sleek. 
That's yeah. really what we're trying to do. And unfortunately, the thing that they didn't have um, that we have is we have scale that goes on our side. So we so we can do a lot more with our scale just because it's bigger. You can fit, you know, different kinds of joists within it. You know, they couldn't. But yeah, I think that, that that's a that's a that's a that's a cool looking line they did. And they did, you know, they did a lot of figures and a lot of cool stuff on it. Um, but again, you know, we we're just approaching it from a completely different angle, just mm-hmm. trying to trying to, you know, just trying to figure out like, OK, the blend of, of functionality versus aesthetic and right. all that kind of stuff. It's just a it's a really, really, you know, noodly stuff that you that, you know, your 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 fan, your customer doesn't doesn't I don't think thinks of a lot. Um, and nor should they, they shouldn't have to, you should, you know, cause that's our job. So, so, right. but it's like, yeah. but it is, but it is a challenge. It's, 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 it's tough. And you know, it's, it's, you know, trying to get, so that's why, like I, when I say like, I don't want to do this character, this character, it's not, it's not like I have any hate for those characters. Um, um, except for Riddler. I'm not a big fan of Riddler, but that's, but I would much rather see a phantasm figure than Riddler. Yeah. Yeah. Ooh. Yeah. That's come up. That's come up before. Yeah. 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 I don't, I don't know. We'll get to her, but, um, maybe, play, man. I don't know, maybe we'll see we'll see how they go but uh but when it, it's funny because when i talked to the to the to the he-man heads like they're like i'm like oh yeah we're doing all these crazy characters blah, 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 except ram man because i hate him what about a dr do figure <laughs> uh, which one Sagan? it's a it's a new Batman. dr do yeah he's a, he's a new character <laughs> never mind that's an inside but if you want to start an original Doc, line Doc, give, give dr do his due all rights are up for grabs and so moving past the one six scale stuff um you know we're doing we're getting ready to launch we kind of soft launched the line at uh toy fair um, at the Diamond Booth, which is a, a line we've shared before called Mondoids, which is our little vinyl characters that have like interchangeable heads. They're like mm-hmm. a mix of like Mad Balls and Boglins and Mad Scientist uh, toys from the late 80s, early 90s. Mm-hmm. Um, and um, and in that, you know, one of our licenses we have is is Batman. Now, we're not going to do a Batman uh, per se because the humans don't really translate well. You have to do the more monster characters. It just looks cooler that way. But that's one where we'll be we're tapping into some more fun Batman characters, not necessarily animated, but just fun ones. Like think of like Killer Croc, Clayface, and make great little Mondoid guys. Um, but those launch actually next month uh, uh, with no DC characters involved in the first line, the first series. But as we progress with those, it was still a lot more of that. Um, but bigger news than that is, um, so we showed or previewed a a 12 inch line 12 inch ish line last year uh comic called called mondo mecca where we had a spider-man mecca like a basically you look kind of like a evangelion ish kind of robot um and it's basically our line it's kind of our catch-all robot line so we'll do characters that are already that are already robots like we're going to do another version of iron giant a 12 inch high-end uh, iron giant that'll be a, a little bit more affordable than the last one we did um but it'll be in that line and we'll do um, there's another robot I can't think of right now. Um, but if, if we were, we don't have license for this, but if we were to do a, like a 12 inch scale Voltron, it would fit in this line. We don't oh, have that those license, but, but I'm, I'm just trying to, but no, no, well, as old, example, older new, no, well, no, it would be our own design. So that's kind of what it is, but, be the but, Mondotron. But, but again, but we don't have that license. I'm just using that as an example, oh, okay. Okay, but the yeah. other, but, but the other hook to the line is, so we will bring in robots that already exist, maybe redesign them. Iron giant. He's perfect. So we would never redesign him, but some other characters we might redesign just a little bit. But the other hook to the line is that we take characters that you already know, like Spider-Man and Captain America, Black Panther, etc., and do them as if they were, you know, uh, giant Japanese style. Mecha. Oh, like the boxy so, robots, yeah. Oh, well, cool. kind of like so. If you so we we showed they're online right now. You can look them up if you type in Mondo Mecha. You'll see the Spider-Man pro- early prototype we had. Then we had some images that are online of of Cap of of um, Black Panther. And, um, and they're like, just like these different mecha style. So, um, so in that line, uh, we'll be doing, you know, Batman, some DC characters and that sort of stuff. So we have two different Batmans already designed for it. So just imagine Batman as a giant Japanese, you know, style mecha robot influenced by Gundam and Pat Labor and, oh, and cool. uh, all that, yeah, and Matt Cross. That, that would work kind of out stuff. well. I'm looking at the Spider-Man right now. That, uh, that's cool. That, it translates well, actually. I like that. I dig it. That's very cool. Robocop, maybe? Ooh. <laughs> no, not robocop no 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 we we, oh. we don't have rights for robocop but um right. but there are some other things we're, we're going to be doing line uh uh i've said publicly before we're doing transformers um oh, so, so not <laughs> yeah so so no so no they're not gonna be transformed but they're gonna be like 12 inch scale uh, uh fully articulated figures um and we're starting with Soundwave. i don't want to start with oh, Megatron. so 
So, so, but that's that's our line. So that's the thing we'll be expanding in with. Uh, you know, we'll do a Batman, Superman, Wonder Woman, Joker, Harley in this meta line. You know, throughout the next couple of years, um, wow. they're they're, they're hyper articulated. They're they're you know they're meant to be giant robots, but they're but in terms of, of actual size, they're around twelve inches, give or take, uh, depending on the character and the scale. Um, but uh, but that's yeah. So that's one we're doing for Batman. Mm. I think what else we're doing. I love how nerd driven Mondo is. Just, <laughs> you know, it's just raw, man. <laughs> well, you, let me let me let me say this though. We we when we're we we're like nerd driven, but our nerdism isn't just like, you know, comic books and, and, and your typical pop culture. Like we will like, you know, we nerd out about stuff like, you know, like we're putting out a record we're we're putting out a record for a, a movie from the early eighties called Liquid Sky. Which is some weird uh, kind of avant-garde new wave uh, thing where these like fashionistas uh, uh, encounter these aliens that are invisible and just this weird stuff like that and just and and that's something we'll nerd out about you know what I mean we'll nerd out about Suspiria you know the old and the new uh, version of it we we are like film fans we are we are you know television to some extent obviously but like in terms of a like, film you know whether it's obscure or you know or huge um, you know Mo. Mo, who's uh, is one of the main guys on our record side. You know, he and I like we bond over how much we love the you know Wachowski's uh, Speed Racer from 2008. Like that's right. like you know that kind of stuff. So it's not just your typical stuff. We nerd on that stuff too. Like Eric Garza, who's one of the creative directors on Poster Society, he's a huge Marvel head, um, which is awesome because you know we can we can nerd out. He's always sending me images of statues he's buying, and it's, it's fun. That's fun, but but it's also a lot more diverse than that than what we geek out about. I mean. You know, um, we have all we're doing stuff. We have this amazing, amazing uh, uh, poster we're doing for like uh, um, I can't even say it right now. It has been announced yet, so never mind. I won't say it. But it's not for a, a typical geek thing. It's more of a John Hughes top style thing. But we have you know a lot of people internally that are into that stuff. So just, it's everything. It's we're we're like really, really all about like film and storytelling and all that kind of stuff. Yeah. And uh, and yeah, so that's that's what's fun because we get to work on so many different kinds of kinds of things and so many different kinds of licenses so it's not just you know you know it's, it's funny because we hear from retailers all the time like they're like give us obscure stuff we don't want you know the spider-mans and the batmans all the time which is you know there's plenty of that stuff out there you know so so, that, so it's a challenge it's like okay what can we do that's yeah. going to work at retail what can we do that's going to excite people and then when we do do a spider-mans or a batmans what how can we present those in a new way you haven't seen before hence amian line hence mecca hence Armandoids, the new kind of stuff we're trying to do with it. So yeah, the, the stuff that I think uh, is obscure and translates really well are the soundtrack stuff. You know, like um, things that you know either probably haven't gotten a really cool-looking vinyl soundtrack, or maybe there is one like an original soundtrack, but then you guys are doing original art, or you're doing like really awesome variants on the vinyl itself. That's the stuff that I see people you know freak out over a lot. Yeah, I mean, and we put out like through our. Um, our, our Death Waltz label, which was founded by uh, Spencer Hickman, who is uh, the other head music guy, we do original music too. So we put out people like our, our friend Darren, who has uh, his, his 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 music name is Pentagram Home Video, and he puts out this awesome electronic music. It's really cool. It's not apart from any movie whatsoever. It's just awesome. So we do that stuff too. So so that's that's what's always cool. You never know. Even even being in the company, it's always like, oh cool, we're doing this thing. That's awesome. So mm. so it really kind of goes to like every for me anyway every kind of geek bone I have, which is, which is really weird, obscure stuff to, to, you know, more kind of mainstream stuff. I, I love, I love it all, you know, for That's the most awesome. part. So now, yeah, being yeah. that you guys are starting to blow up as, um, and, you know, the toy department starting to blow up right now as well. Which toy company is your favorite outside of Mondo? That's a good, great question. Um, okay. I, I have a few, I, I love three and three zero. Um, the stuff they do is always unique and, and been into that stuff, you know, for years, mm -hmm. they've always had, just especially when they do original stuff, I love it. And then when they do take some other characters, um, one of my favorite figures I, I, I ever bought was they did a um, a couple of robots from uh, Real Steel, mm. um, that, that robot boxing movie from several years ago, um, which is an awesome movie. It's totally fun. But they did these really, even if you didn't know the movie, they did these really, really amazing robot figures from it that I admire. They're just amazing. Um, I love, um, you know, um, stuff that Bandai does, a lot of the, the robots they do. Mm, um, yeah. I, uh, you know, figure arts. Sorry, mm. SHG figure arts. Um, I collect the uh, the figmas, so I have a bunch of Overwatch figmas, uh, or as many as they put out so far. Um, like that's the kind of stuff I like. I really like. I love uh, Kotobukiya. 
um, and uh, Play Arts. Um, yeah, you see kind of a trend, trend with me a little bit, some of the Japanese companies. Um, but, you know, the stuff that, that you know, I, I don't necessarily collect it, but I really, really admire what... Uh, you like the quality, the I can tell, too. Those are all... Yeah, like, that stuff, yeah. But, but but the stuff that I don't collect, like, I don't collect a whole lot of NECA stuff, but I really admire what Randy does over there. Oh, Randy's, um, he's an yeah. animal when it comes to, like, horror and movies. Just yeah, I mean, they, they, yeah, yeah, yeah. They do some awesome stuff, and, and, and I was just walking around their booth at uh, a toy fair. It was just like, oh, man, that's a really cool cool idea and like uh, mm. just, yeah so I, I love that stuff too um so yeah i'm sure there's other things i collect i can't remember off the top of my head but uh mm. but it's, it's fun for me also like you know just finding like you know like we went to we we showed at the designer con um uh, for the first time um last year in november and uh which is which is my the, for the past several years it's been my favorite show to go to mm. um it's the show i spend the most money at um and i have to actually budget myself going in otherwise i'll spend everything i have so because <laughs> but it's a lot of weird vinyl you know, uh, obscure little vinyl designer toys and just all that kind of stuff. I love that stuff too. Just, and you know, and I'm terrible with names. So I'm so everyone's like, Oh, have you seen the new piece from so, such as this artist? I'm like, I don't know names. I'm terrible. Is, is it cool? That's all I want to know. So, <laughs> uh, that's more of a problem with me because I can't remember names very well. Um, I I look I look back and you know at my my friends at Sideshow that do all kinds of you know crazy stuff. They're doing their whole <laughs> their own vinyl line right now, which is cool. They're doing always you know killing with the, with the six scale and the statues. So um, so yes, yeah, so it's just it's just it's it's for me it's always trying to. Uh, find inspiration and stuff and i hope people look at us for inspiration too you know you know even though we're kind of like the, the small guys in the block we still i think you know you know we have a lot of uh bang for our buck uh what we do but yeah um i, I try not to look i mean that's another thing is i try not to look at uh anyone for um uh, as competition um you know what i mean it's just like it's like where can we fit in that you know that a guy that's buying uh you know uh, uh, one one twelfth from from Mez is gonna also buy you know something from us you know what I mean so we're not we're not stepping on each other's toes and stuff like that. Um, it's crazy. But, uh, is it, you're in, I mean that you're you're in this industry. Isn't it crazy to think about how in the like the eighties nineties where not even it was just a fraction of companies that there are today in terms of toys and quality and output and everything. To be fans of the stuff now in this day and age is just. <laughs> It's pretty badass because it's just uh, never-ending options, I suppose. You know? Yeah, yeah. No, I mean, I I remember in the it was like '94, maybe '95, 90, maybe then '94. Like, like that was when I was in high school, and like, um, I uh, I remember coming home one day because I still I keep collecting figures all my life, and and my parents have always been there. Like, oh, he's a weird kid, but here, get him what he wants. <laughs> um, but uh, but like, I remember coming home and my my uh, I think my dad found uh, you know at randomly at target or somewhere like the original kenner avp figure set was the alien and the predator and i had no idea those even exist i just came home and he had thrown on my bed i'm like what the hell is this i never thought in my life i'd see a predator toy like you know what i mean mm. and like they're, they're, it's funny when you look back at them because they're quaint they're, they're kind of cheesy but there's but at the time there was nothing like that and now right, to think right. that like almost anything that comes out will get a figure like if it's cool like yeah. you know what i mean so 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 there was a kind of specialness to that when i first kind of kind of got in and especially when i first got into the industry back in you know, 2003 now i guess it's been almost 15 years um but um when i first got in my first show in sideshow like we were like oh you know look we're doing a hellboy figure you know oh rad and like i think the mez ones had just come out mezco ones mm. the little ones but we were doing the movie ones so it was like it was a fun kind of like frontier at the time just exploring what we can do we never thought we would get um Star Wars one six scale back then because Hasbro had the license. Um, but we did, we got it. And then eventually, you know, obviously Hot Toys did it and now you have Sideshow and Hot Toys and other companies doing one six scale stuff. That's that's it's so that it's just crazy how how much it's blown up. And and it's it's you know if you're a fan of anything, pretty much, you're gonna get a figure from it. Yeah, you know, in most yeah. cases. So so you know, it's it's we're spoiled. And and, <laughs> so. and the trend I've been seeing recently too is the uh, rapid turnaround time as well. A, a actual prototypes announced right after the movie comes out or even right before or the show or whatever it may be trying to i mean look man it's it's like we're it's like it's hard to do it's, i mean i can speak from from being in, uh, with my mondo hat on it's really hard to do with a small team to get something out that's why most of our stuff you you generally don't see anything day and date mm. um, um in terms of toys uh, posters you know that's 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 a, that's a yeah. short timeline but like but like with our stuff but like you know working on, on you know huge properties back in uh back in my sideshow days like you know i remember like like avatar you know starting on that stuff like a year before the movie came out and mm. um and just how crazy it was and 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 the, the amount of effort we had a I don't know if this is going to be giving away too much, but we had to have like a, a security person from Fox come in and check out our building to see the amount of security cams we had and all this kind of stuff to make sure nothing leaked at the time. Oh, wow. and, 
and it was crazy. And like I had a hard drive um, with the reference on it, the original reference for the movie with that, that took my fingerprint. Um, so it was like, you know, it was, so it's pretty, so like, 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 that, like so, yeah. but, but you know, it made sense because, you know, you know, when think whatever you think about the movie now, like at the time, like, like a lot of people are like, what the fuck is this thing? What is this? Thing? What is this movie? They, they didn't know what it was. And like, and so, so that was cool to like, to like, you know, we were so far ahead, but even then, you know, we were shipping product, like, you know, the, the year after the movie came out, it didn't matter. It sold really well, but mm. it, it, it still was like that. So, so, so it is, it's really hard unless you get really, really far in advance of something. Um, that's why, you know, just now you're just now seeing a lot of Pennywise stuff come out from it because nobody knew that that was going to be a phenomenon that it was. I mean, people kind of had an inkling, but even then it took a long time to make, you know, certain products out. I've been waiting 27 years for a Tim Curry Pennywise figure, and this is what it took to get it, you know? (laughs) But but good things come to those who wait. But in terms of good things come to those who wait, I do want to express my appreciation towards your hard work and gratitude because now that I think about it, my six-scale Batman animated series fig here, I, I could get into almost any pose I want from the cartoon. Your your guys' attention to detail and quality, it's it it, pay, it, it definitely pays off for us fans. So I want to thank. Well, I appreciate you. that. Yeah, yeah, no, thank you. And I'm just I'm stoked right now because because uh, you know people have that in their hands. So then now they know that we have we had a double header. So He Man is just getting in people's hands right now, mm. and uh, people are starting to take pictures of that posed out. And it's just really it's it's gratifying to see like. Like, oh, yeah, like, not everybody, you know, with this kind of stuff keeps it in the boxes. I, was, I hate that. Just open the thing, pose it, take some pictures of it, to, you know, have fun with the damn thing. Like, yeah. you know, that's what we make it for. It's like, you know, we're also another place where we're, we're, we're blowing up a lot in the past couple of years is, is our tiki mugs. And, um, and, and, and <laughs> I, I, people think it's funny, but like, those, the, it's, it's, I, we have the most fun making tiki mugs. It's I, so I need much that fun. that marshmallow, man. I gotta Bro, get one of those. I swear to God. No, you're right. Rock, I see those fucking things all over Instagram now. Yeah. And I'm like, yeah. damn, these they're pushing those mugs. Like they're <laughs> yeah, those, I, yeah. I, like no joke. I'm like, that's crazy. Like I yeah. I do see that probably almost as much as the prince. Yeah, so we're we're um you know, we announced we announced Disney. Um, and that was huge. That's huge for us. So, so I, you know, it's been something I've been wanting to do for years. Um, you know, and so we're doing Disney Um, we haven't announced it yet, but I've said, you know, it's not the best kept secret, but we're doing Marvel Tiki mugs as well. Mm-hmm. And, um, we're not doing DC yet. They haven't allowed us to do that yet, but we have some designs. So it's not to say that much that are different than anything you've ever seen in this sort of format. Um, we did a compass, yeah. Um, it's our own. It's 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 part of our designer series. That's a, a artist named Florian Bertmer. Mm. Um, he designed that. Um, and then we're doing like we were. We just we just started shipping our baby raptor from JP. Uh, we have a you know, Stay Puft, as you mentioned, and then uh, this week uh, Friday we're launching our Predator mug. Oh, so um, which is which is really cool because it's got it's a tiki eyes Predator on one side, a tiki eyes uh, Dutch Schaefer on the other, chomping on a cigar. <laughs> That's um, awesome. which, which is important to me because as I'm talking to you, I am chopping on a cigar. So, um, <laughs> and, uh, but the, uh, so yeah, and then we're doing, we're doing like, you know, we've shown Jaws, we've shown, you know, T-Rex and we have so many things that we're doing with, with Tiki. It's crazy. It's absolutely crazy. We have universal monsters we're doing. We're doing so much stuff with it. So yeah. it's a lot, a lot of fun. Yeah, um, it's, it's a good craze right now too. People are big into drinkware and tiki's and stuff like that. Yeah, well, you, well, you know, and and, and the, I, I get the question like, why is why is this happening now? It's like, well, it, it, it's weird evolution of mixology. So people love mixed drinks. Mm. Tiki drinks are usually mixed drinks, and if you can have something fun to drink out of them, that's awesome. But but my point of bringing up tiki was this: is like like most people when they get their mug, they drink out of it or they put pencils in it or whatever. And and which is which is all good. Like uh, the, the when I was at designer con, I ran into a couple of people. I'm like, I'm like, oh, make sure you drink out of that when they're buying a, a mug from us. And they're like, oh, no way, I'm gonna put this away. And I'm like, no, 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 use it. Like Dude, tiki mugs, I, you can as long as you don't break it or chip it, you can resell it if you if you really want to down I, the line. I put milkshakes in it, man. They just fucking crazy. <laughs> yeah, for real. Yeah. No, I I I met a woman who was like, she was like, I go, do you, are you, you drink out of it? She's like, no, I don't drink out of it. Uh, and she goes, I put flowers in them. Yeah. I'm like. That's awesome. I go use them. I, they're meant to be used. I want to, I want people to use them at any. You'll know, put your pencils in. I don't care. Just use it. Take them out of the box. They're cool. They're fun. You know, they're not like our posters were. I mean, we have a few that sell for for a pretty penny, but for the most part, they're they're you know they're just they're they're meant to be used. And and so that that's that's what I like. I like when I see people like taking pictures of their Iron Giant and uh, you know that you know Sergeant Bananas. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, so he, he just does like the best thing. So when he got our iron giant and he started taking the pictures of us, like, damn, he's so freaking good. <laughs> um, 
So, uh, yeah, so, so like, I love seeing that, even if it's just a, you know, your, your regular Joe or Jill in the street taking a picture of these things, like mm. on their shelf. I just, I, I love, I search through the hashtags. I love seeing the people take photos of them and, and it just, it just means a lot to me. Just people are just, you know, and you know, they're excited enough to open them up and put them on display and, you know, take a couple of goofy pics of them and, you know, you know, put a, put a, you know, straw in their hand or whatever it is they're doing like in these things. Getting, so. getting lit freaking, you know, some. Little alcohol <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Got some uh, some good in-house ones too, though. Like uh, the Mr. Freeze one, especially when you were posting uh, pictures of you guys taking pictures of that guy, had like the dry ice and everything and the smoke and just, I was like, holy shit, this, these look awesome. Mm. We're trying to, man. We're trying to. We were trying to step up our game a little bit. That that was a really, really, really fun one. I remember we spent a whole day just doing that on the side. I think it was a Saturday or Sunday, but but you know, and we just did that. And then the best part was is that we had a ton of dry ice afterwards, so we just get to throw it on the ground and just spray a bunch of water on it outside and watch it explode. <laughs> That's so. awesome. <laughs> just you guys, you guys, Mondo. Yeah, do you yeah, have like yeah, a, yeah. your own studio, or where do you guys do that kind of stuff? I mean, that's, we have an office in Burbank, um, and we have like, it's, it's in a weird place where we have like a, you know, uh, you know, we have a little tiny photography studio inside and then, you know, if we want to do anything outside, we can just that's hop awesome. out of the driveway. So yeah, nice. but nice. the, um, but, uh, yeah, and I was just in, I, I just, after Toy Fair, I went right to Austin and we shot, shot a, uh, commercial for our Mondoids and, and our team there had built a fun little like planet Mondoid that we were like putting like, like, like bog effects on it and lights and this weird planetoid thing with all these little like characters hanging out on it. It's really, really fun. So that's stuff, that's stuff I do. Cause when I, my, one of my first jobs at Sideshow was doing photography oh, wow. and, uh, and so, uh, uh, you know, thankfully they got a lot better people after me, but <laughs> like, you know, like we're, we're shooting with this little point and shoot digital camera back in the day. Um, <laughs> but, uh, but yeah, no, that was, I saw, I have such a passion for that. Like just like taking, you know, uh, uh shots of figures, but the, uh, the stuff we do now, um, is mostly, uh, uh, like the pro- like the Mr. Freeze, like it's it's, it's like I don't like it's, it's my friend Danny, and uh, and myself, and you know Danny shoots all the stuff, and we we just you know uh, try to get nerdy and creative with that stuff. So um, yeah, it's all done in house. Monzo rules. That must be like Charlie and the Chocolate Factory experience. <laughs> <laughs> Lightning round. Oh God. Okay, here we go. Go Gramps, for it. You gotta go. How all did right. that happen? Okay, here we go. What is your favorite oh. Alfred Hitchcock movie? Vertigo. What is your uh, go-to karaoke song? What a Fool Believes by the Doobie Brothers. Okay. Okay. Nice. All right. You live in Los Angeles, right? Correct. But you spend a lot of time in Austin. So which do you prefer, California uh, barbecue or Texas barbecue? Let me, let me say this. One, I don't eat uh, beef or pork. Um, so everyone, everyone I know that does eat beef or pork loves Texan, and I'll take their word for it. Um, I'll throw some shade at uh, at Austin saying their their barbecue chicken is ain't that good. Oh, oh, damn. Damn. Oh, damn. Yeah, it's probably not. It's probably not. <laughs> no, 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 we no, don't no, eat no, too no. much chicken down here. Yeah, as you yeah, can yeah. tell from the waistline. <laughs> <laughs> don't worry, uh, I, I eat a lot of chicken. I've got a, a waistline, so I don't think it matters. <laughs> <laughs> what What is you know you're you're a collector yourself what is your grill piece that you don't have right now that you really want i'm gonna i'm gonna modify that question if you don't mind and say turn it into not only a collector but because i because in terms of grail uh i i, I can't, off the top of my head i can't really think of anything but there is a grail pieces that i want to make that i don't know if i'll ever get a chance to in my lifetime which is and i've, I've said this before in other venues but i'll say it here now is is uh studio ghibli pieces um, I want to do a, a line of collectibles for them, um, but uh, it's not happening anytime soon. So, like you know, like Princess Mononoke and Spirited Away and, and, and My Neighbor Totoro and that kind of stuff. So, those are stuff that, that I want to do. So, I want to create. I want to create my own Grail. How about that? So, there you go. Is it is it just hard to get the license, or is things? Yeah, you know, they're they're very they're very into uh, having a Japanese company do their products. So we're yeah. we, you know we've we've tried before, flirted with them a little bit. You know, maybe we'll try again but mm. you know they're they're kind of they're kind of into what they do and uh you know maybe someday i don't know cool. so what's your favorite snack when you go to watch a movie oh i'm 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 a disgusting disgusting popcorn addict oh okay um, uh, extra like butter I, I, no butter. no no i don't do butter i can't do that butter but like damn but dry? i, I uh, yeah, you drink. It's already got butter on it, man. Mm. Um, and uh, no, but like, like I, <laughs> I remember my ex girlfriend used to always like we'd go to to a theater and I always order the, the the bucket of popcorn. And she's like, "Do you really need that?" <laughs> like, yeah, I wouldn't even finish the whole freaking thing, but I would still. I just have to mm. have it. Access. I'm like uh, uh, popcorn <laughs> and potatoes. Anything potatoes. I'm a disgusting monster for. Mm. So, 
Man, I always get the little Reese's pieces, and I I eat them before the previews are even over. (laughs) All right, I've got to, Brock, you are the first. uh, I want to start a new tradition, and and you are our guinea pig. You're the first. I want you to think of a question to ask our next guest that we'll ask in in their lightning round. So it can be anything random, and I'll write this down. Okay. Um, If you had the ability to have any sort of animal that's currently living uh, as a pet, what would it be? Okay. That's a good one. Yeah. You could have any pet, any animal. Brock, uh, New York style pizza or Chicago deep dish pizza? New York. Nice. Plain M&M's or peanut M&M's? Peanut. If you could have dinner with one person in history, dead or alive, who would it be? Oh, that's a good one. Um, uh, I have to say this is this is this is maybe I don't know. Well, if people know me, that this is a surprise. It'd be Arnold. That's easy, Schwarzenegger. Oh. I wanna, yeah, yeah, yeah. He'd probably be like disgusted that, that that you know, like I don't eat beef and like you know, what is this girly stuff? You know, whatever. But you know, I, I still. Where's the Dutch figure? Hey, are you are you gonna are you gonna get a Terminator Mecha figure? Mecha Possibly. Figure? Oh, oh. 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 Working on it. How about that? Uh, <laughs> trying okay. to, trying to do Take it. Take a turbo mental. Uh, uh, if you could have one superpower, <laughs> what would it be? Oh man, this is. Uh, I think it would be teleportation. Because I've, in my old age, uh, uh, grown to hate flying on airplanes just because mm. it's too cramped. Or maybe, maybe that's just my my uh, the fact that uh, that I need to lose some weight. But, uh, but <laughs> <laughs> no, yeah, no, that's yeah. smart, man. Because I know about that Los Angeles traffic. <laughs> If you can teleport anywhere, oh my gosh! Yeah, Brock. Yeah. I mean, if I can still fit in a in an airplane chair, you're fine, bro. Yeah, no, no, I, I can't. It's just, I just get. I'm, I'm like, I'm like, you know, it's, it's, it's uncomfortable. So oh, I just had a really, I had a real. No, no, I'm not claustrophobic. I just had a really bad experience coming back from New York to Austin on Delta. Um, wow. That uh, uh, maybe I shouldn't na- drop the name, but, but, uh, <laughs> but it, just, it was just, it was just, it was not a fun experience for whatever reason. It wasn't turbulence. I don't care about turbulence. It was just pure comfort. And I just, I was just had Damn. an awful experience and yeah. I couldn't sleep. And I usually can sleep on airplanes, but it just, it was like, Damn it, um, and uh, what's the best advice you were ever given? The best advice I was ever given, um, it's listen to everybody, but listen to nobody. Meaning, taking all the answers you have, but ultimately, you're going to have to come up with the, with the decision yourself. Yeah, absolutely. So, so, so that's, that's something I'm trying to learn as a, as, a, as a person that manages people, as a person that, that manages product, is to, that, that is in the creative world, is that we have to take in all ideas as best as possible. <clears throat> You have to when you hear these ideas, you have to check your ego out the door uh, somewhat. But then ultimately, you have to be the one. Whether it's with what I do in terms of work or in your life, explore or at least listen to all options. But ultimately, you're going to have to be the one responsible to take make decision for yourself. That's good advice. Well, you you guys have been doing a good job with uh, coming up with your own answers. Uh, the the products that you choose, the designs that you choose, they stand out from other things. Uh, I work in a comic shop and we have Mondo stuff on display. Like right now we have uh, the the Red Rain statue is in the shop. The, the Harley statue is in the shop. And amongst you know, 50 other statues of you know, Batman and DC characters, Marvel characters, it's the Mondo stuff that people, even casuals that you know, don't, know about all the different iterations of characters they'll see the red rain statue whoa is that a vampire batman statue <laughs> you know, they haven't noticed any of the other stuff they didn't notice the the frank miller batman on the horse beside it they yeah. noticed the you know the, the choices that you guys make for things so you're doing a a good job choosing those answers for yourselves well i appreciate that um a, a, a better a better statement would have been if people are actually buying it so that's what i want mm. people to buy that statues that come by for, for for the sake of your shop and also our product but more for so you sell them but i appreciate that people stop and look at them that's all. we're gonna make sure our following gets all those six scale figures because we're definitely getting them and uh continue to move me baby yeah yeah really. and and you know like listen i i don't you know like uh, you know hawking my own wares is not exactly my uh, my forte <laughs> but but you know the idea is that you know this we are a small company we're not right. you know we're not mattel or hasbro anything like that mm. and in order to make make you know me, keep this line ongoing people have to buy into it and we're going to try our best with each character we do 
um, that you know we're trying. That's why we're hitting all the big ones. So you know, uh, so hopefully you know there's 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 a, there's, a, there's a you know a couple of Catwoman fans out there. Maybe there's a couple of uh, Mr. Freeze fans we you know that aren't aware of us yet, and they can go in and buy that. And you know what? And Batman's still available at a lot of the different retailers. So uh, yeah, it's so true, good Batman. So mm. Rock, uh, you. It, I know you guys don't like pimping it out, but we will pimp the shit out of it for you. We love it. So don't worry about that. Yeah, man. Awesome. Thanks for your hard work, man. You know it's appreciated uh, from fellow enthusiasts that really appreciate all that attention to detail because it's uh, it does not go unnoticed, man. I know sometimes things might take a little while to get in motion, but you know when we when we get that package at the door, man. We're, what's we're in the box? Things, what's, yeah, well, let, let, let me let me finish by saying this, and uh, since we're we're all in the love fest mode right now, and I appreciate that is one of the like sales are great. I love making sales. You know that means I get to get to get to do more stuff. But it is honestly it's it's hearing you guys saying the kind of things you do um people posting stuff online and being you know generally excited about stuff and when i'm at a convention and someone sees something for the first time or even the 12th time it doesn't even matter how often they've seen it but when they're like stoked and they have questions about it they're like oh like they just get so excited like that you know as someone that works in this stuff you 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 get you know you're you're, you're in the forest sometimes you know you don't see those trees so um you you forget that you know i'm i'm with the stuff like day in day out i think about this stuff constantly so when we put it in front of people and people are excited about it, that is my, that's what I, li- that's what I live for. It just, it makes right. me feel good. It makes me feel good that, that my, you know, the, the people that I've worked on it, the sculptors, designers, the painters, that <laughs> their work is appreciated, you know, um, and, and, you know, it is for me, it's a, uh, it's an awesome team effort and that kind of enthusiasm is what feeds us. Um, money does too, but, um, <laughs> but, but more importantly, that's, that's really what it is. It's, it's, and that sounds like a, like a, like a can like jerk off comment, but that is real. Like when I'm, that's the reason why I go to Comic-Con. I'm standing by the collectibles. So if you've come by our booth at Comic-Con, San Diego, I should say, um, I'm usually hanging out somewhere, you know, because I want to talk to people about it. Not just not just my accounts, not just their licensors, but I want to talk to, you know, you know, the, the, the people that buy this stuff or they're interested in buying it or just or just stoked to see it. That's all, right. all it really means. So. Yeah. Rocky going to be at uh, WonderCon this year? Uh, I'll probably be walking around, yeah, walking okay, around cool. there. So we're not displaying, but uh, yeah, we're yeah. I, that's, that's the thing because we're, we're always getting asked to like, oh, do New York Comic Con, and oh, man, we do so many conventions now, especially with board games. Now we're doing like, you know, uh, trade shows for that. We do Comic Con, we do uh, Texas Frightmare. Uh, we're at Beyond Fest, which is a festival here in LA, a film festival. We're at Designer Con now, obviously Mondo Con, so we just do too much. So, right. so sometimes, sometimes like something like Wonder Con, I just like to walk around and buy stuff. So. Sure. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> if I see you, I'll come up and say hi, Brock. Awesome, awesome, guys. Well, thank you very much for 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 your time, and uh, and yeah, let's talk soon. Absolutely. Thanks All again right. for everything, Brock. Have a good night. We'll be All in right. touch. Thanks. Hey, Gotham dwellers, make sure to stop everything right now. And subscribe to Bat Force Radio. We can be found on iTunes and SoundCloud. Don't miss out. Guaranteed to satisfy all of your Batman and DC needs.